0: Tell
2: me, can you look me in the I left my heart to the cats round case and Dan. Was that a Jimmy Barnes reference? Yeah, why not? Yeah, good one. Cats, yeah, chats, podcast, cats of chats, Dan, Mark, Rick. No, no Mark. Here. Hey, Mark,
3: you here? No, not here. No. Fucking hell, mate. So Mark's sick again. Don't know what's wrong with him. He doesn't reckon it's COVID, so see you. Don't know. Well, I must
2: say, we love Mark. But Mark wakes up at fucking eleven o'clock every day and he's got a headache today. That's what Panadol's for, Mark. Oh, are you saying that he should be here? I was fucking shitting the fucking lights out and I was here last week.
3: Yeah, you actually you're almost um shut here, I reckon. Several times and vomited.
2: Yeah. I was bad. How bad was that for how long? Twenty four hours. Oh, and then gone. When I um got home I had some Gastrostop tablets in the pantry. Yeah. I thought this might make me feel better but what I think it did was it was like oh hey Rick you got this sickness inside of you it's trying to force its way out of your body and I went oh you know what just stay in there for a bit longer oh so it constipated you yeah like blocked me up and oh. I think that made me feel even worse because the next day the Tuesday I took the day off work I was crook as and I just felt like I'd been hit by a train.
3: Really? I'm hearing a lot day. of people saying COVID poos. Very bad. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it could have been. I
2: don't know. But again. But I sent you that picture. There's, there is a bit of it going around. So the week before, Moss spewed up and then I was doing bad poos. I think Rachel did some poos and it was kind of like a thing. But then at the childcare, they were saying like the Tuesday I dropped the boys off, six cases of gastro in today's session, picked them up. It was up to seven. The next day, drop them off. Ten. Oh no! What? you just don't drop them off, would you? You just no more. What? Oh, what do you do? Am I just going to keep them at home, try and look after them while I'm crook? Yeah, I don't know. Nah, bad. Mm.
3: So you can't, you, you can't return kids, can you?
2: Ah, uh, well, I looked looked into it, but the T's and C's just don't oh, stack up in your favour, unfortunately. <laughs> no, so you soldier on. That's what you do. You come, you do the podcast, or in Mark's case, you just you know you just don't. He knows we, we can hold the fort down. That's the thing. Do you think there's too much of a security blanket there? What do you think we should
3: be bad on this episode so he feels like he's obligated to come next time? He will
2: never know, though. He's not going to listen to it. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, he's put us right in a pickle. We're in a pickle. (laughs) Okay, we're just going to have to try and do a good episode for everyone else. I've got to say, actually, shout out to pickles. Oh, no, not pickles again. Why? Are we talking about pickles on burgers? No, just pickles
2: in general. Like anything pickled. Pickled chillies. I hate pickles like gherkins. Oh, I don't really appreciate that. Why not? Pickled mushrooms, pickled eggplant, pickled chilies. I I really like gherkins. Actually, that brings me to something. Something I've discovered again recently is a sandwich that I loved when I was in school. And it's a fucking simple thing and it's a classic. What? Cheese and gherkin sandwich. Cheese and gherkin. Mm. I think I have to be in the mood for that. Like there's a special mood. Oh, let me tell you. I've been in that mood recently. I've rediscovered it.
3: Yeah, and you start smashing it out now. Like you're having like seven a day.
2: Not that many. Um, but the difference is, my mum used to get the full length gherkins and then she'd slice them up to mm. put in the sandwich. No, no, but no. Now they come in slices. Yeah, gher- so,
3: gherkin rounds or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. handful. Yeah, of those. that on a cheese platter. Oh, go fuck yourself. They're the best ever. Mm. You just said you don't like them. Yeah, I'm saying go fuck yourself. They're the best ever.
2: It's <laughs> a term of endearment. Yeah, go fuck yourself. They're the best. <laughs> yeah. So I'm telling you, Look, round gherkins. I reckon pickles have been going the big lift for a long time. And you know that feeds into my um, hangover cure, which I don't ever do anymore, is drink pickle juice.
3: Yeah, don't. Just hold your breath. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, wasn't it like 30 deep breaths? in. Yeah, or something, something like,
3: that? like that. I've never tried it. I, I actually didn't try it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, did. that's right. You tell
2: me. Didn't work. <laughs> well, it was the worst thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it increases your headache.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like... Do you, actually, do you know something I learned recently? What? You know when they talk about... Um, so everyone's got the picture. Someone's on an aeroplane starts having a panic attack. Mm. They give them a paper bag and say, breathe into yeah. this bag. It's actually not the breath in. The breath in makes you more tense. It increases the pressure in your body... The breath in is actually very counterproductive. Mm. So it's the, the long, slow breathing out and concentrating on filling that bag up with air. Mm. Breathing out is releasing all of the negative energy. It actually is like a, I don't know if it's dopamine, but it releases chemicals in your brain saying the pressure and the stress has been released from your body, you're okay.
3: Oh, I thought it was a psychological thing to like watch the bag go in and out. like That was to calm you down.
2: No. That's
3: okay, so, okay,
2: yeah. Because if, if you're just focusing on breathing, most people's inclination would be, all right, I'll take a big deep breath in, mm. but that's like increasing the pressure in your body, more pressure, more stress, yeah. and then you start going, and you start then panicking, hyperventilating again. So you've mm. got to just long, slow, deep breaths out. Don't worry about the breath in, the breath out is the important one. Yeah, right. And it's actually true. I've I heard about it only last week. Oh, no. so it must be true if you heard about it. Oh Well, uh, yeah. Where would you hear it from? On another podcast. Yeah, right. The Imperfects. And it was a psychologist actually. And I tried it when um, Moss was getting upset about something and I just said, mate, work, work on this with me. Breathe in and then long, slow breath out.
3: How and you got a toddler to listen to you when he was having a tantrum? Yeah. How does, I don't think they did that. I thought mate, it was just panic. Father of the year. Okay.
2: No, you got little things that you can, you know, Step away from the the how crazy everything is, and you just get them to concentrate, and it really works. Oh, we're gonna have another night.
3: Oh know. the cats are gone a bit nuts again. You know, last week I literally thought the cat was gone. Yeah. For about a good five minutes. I know we cut the episode up, but I've never ever had that before. I thought you guys let the fucking little cunt out the front door, and I was like, oh no, he's gone for good now because he's the inside cat. <laughs> I checked the whole fucking house, came back. <laughs> Mark's like, play on, just sit down, let's go. I was like, no. Nah. But tonight I've made sure they're both inside. We're all good.
2: All right. This brings me to a question. What? If – now, please, you know it wouldn't have been me who just let the cat out of the front. If Mark had let the cat out the front and you did lose Duncan because Duncan was the one missing. Yeah. You
3: mean like permanently gone? Like a, gone. even to right now he was still missing?
2: Gone. Yeah. Where does that – What what are the consequences really? Is mm. it – Is it friendship over? Is it, I'm going to be upset with you for a while, but I'll still talk to you and yeah, it's not really your fault? Or is it like, mate, never set foot in this house again? Or because he's house sitting for you soon, are you just like, oh, I kind of still need you to do that?
3: Look, the thing is, I think the first few times Mike came over, like a little bit, a little bit like um, blase about, you know, how wide the door was open for how long, you know, he got better and better at it. And then, you know, went to Darwin, came back. My cats were still alive. That's a fucking massive tick. So when I came in here and I thought he was gone, like I thought that's the only way way he could have got out the house. But then I was thinking like, I just don't think you guys would have done that. Like it's, it's
2: too hard. That's not what I was asking. If directly, if Mark let Duncan out the front door and Duncan never returned, what are you doing as a consequence?
3: Oh, like towards Mark? Yeah. It could have been you. Well, you know it wouldn't have been. Okay, nah. Honestly, like, well, it's only been a week, so anything can happen in a week. You hear about cats and dogs ending up in fucking other countries. They jump on shipping containers and do weird (laughs) shit. There's that dog that fucking went, what did he do? It's a Canadian dog. Ended up in South Africa he got how? on a shipping – oh, jumped on a shipping container. You know how people are. Like they find a fucking – a rogue pet and they're just like, oh, hey, good day, buddy. They start patting it and feeding it and then the animal's like, oh, you're all right. I might hang around you for a bit. And that person has a fucking job that travels half the world and they go with them and then fucking gets off the ship, goes, I'm really sick of being around you. Didn't like the water. I'm moving on. And then they go fucking to some farm in South Africa and hang out there for a bit. <laughs> animals just – they don't have a job. They all just right.
2: do whatever they want. I'll try one more time because <laughs> you're not getting a picture. Duncan gets let out the front by Mark, mm. and then he's found dead. So let's go. Okay, he's hit by a car. Whatever.
3: Unfortunate event. Didn't mean to do it. Oh really? Yeah. Can't hold grudges like that. That's actually. Um, I thought you would have. Nah. The thing is, I know that either you or Mark would have tremendous guilt and that would be enough punishment anyway. And I know you both definitely wouldn't want that to happen. It's not like you meant to do it. It's yeah. just a fucking accident. Oh, that's a very pragmatic approach. Yeah, and if you that. saw the cat coming, you're going to try your best to stop him from getting out. So, I mean, it's just an unfortunate thing. Huh. That's my answer. It took 15 minutes to get there, but that's my answer.
2: Oh, you know, we build a story. Yeah. That's how the pros do it. Yeah. Um, Mother's Day was yesterday. Shout out to all the mums. I think with a little bit more planning and foresight – when we recorded last week, we probably could have shouted out Mother's Day on the Mother's Day release day Yeah, episode. that's pretty dumb of us, hey? Well, you know, what do you do? You live and learn. You're too busy trying to not shit yourself. <clears throat> that's correct. Mm. Um, Mother's Day is great. You get to – I think you should always – you know my love for my mum. Mm. And it's my, like a super love. And mums in general. I think mums are great, most mums anyway. But the thing that – Mother's Day just really highlights for me is how much bullshit on social media Mother's Day receives. You know what I mean? Mm. Every mum on Mother's Day is, oh, the best mum, and I've got the best mum, and we've been blessed with this mum, and blah, 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 blah. Everyone thinks their mum is the best mum or Mm. the ones who bother to post about it. It's very... Unless they're constantly posting about how good they think their mummy is, or talking to their friends and family about how good they think their mm. mum is, it's very disingenuous. I yeah.
3: find. Yeah, uh, it's a very, very clever thing you've said. Then because a lot it happens with everything. It's not even Mother's Day. It's like um, the people that whinge about the horses at Melbourne Cup, the people that whinge about other things when events like Australia Day, they don't give a fuck about any- anything else until Australia Day comes up, and yeah. then they start getting voicey. It's like if you really care about something, fight for it all year round. You know, yeah. or show your love for it all year round. Don't just jump on board
2: and be the same old freak. Yep. but anyway, it's um, yeah, it's a, it's a conundrum. It's very much so. What did you do for your mum? I had a fucking
3: hectic day, and do you know? Do you know this right? Well, you don't, because I'm about to tell you. <laughs> the roads become manic at about eleven o'clock onwards on Mother's Day. Everyone's going to lunches. They're going to people's houses. It's worse than Christmas and Easter. People are just like. Late, they're fucking horrendous drivers. I had to drive from one end of Adelaide to the other, stay for a little bit, then go see my mum afterwards. Do you know what? Actually, it's my birthday next week, right? So my yeah. mum and I traded presents. We both got each other exactly the same thing. Nothing. No oh, scratches. Oh, did you? Yeah, Did I you? just bought a fuckload of scratchies. Yours yet? Yeah, I scratched them last night um, with her. I won about seventeen bucks out of forty or fifty bucks, and. Um, I also had my younger brother doing some stuff on my car for free. Like he's like, oh, no, I'll just do it because I need to sort of learn this, learn that. And I had $17. I thought it was like a really weird amount, but I was like, how about I just give him these, give him the winnings? I'm like, just take those, mate. You've been doing a few things on my car. Just a little thank you gift. Anyway, I got home and I realised that I'd given him all the ones that didn't win.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I only noticed about 20 minutes ago before you got here. here. you go, Adam.
2: <laughs> Enter all the second chance draws. <laughs> yeah, dick.
3: Yeah, so I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> so I messaged him. I was like, hey, man, don't go in and try and claim those scratches because you can look like a fucking loser. Oh,
2: so fucking funny. Oh, that's very funny. Mm. Um, now, I want to ask you where you sit as far as this goes. So... One day, you and Alison have babies, mm. and she's the mother. Yeah. Now, obviously, you've still got your mum, mm. but are you going to be the type of thoughtful parent, father, husband, lover, confidant, compatriot that goes out and gets her a Mother's Day present when the when the kid's just a baby? Ah, oh, look, there's a great novelty to this. All
3: right, so when you're Brand new mum, I feel like yeah, you know, it's the first Mother's Day. The kid can't buy the gift. Yeah, obviously, um,
2: can't dr- can't ride in the car. Nah. Card. See,
3: Jim Jeffries does a great stand-up act on this, and it's so fucking funny. Okay, which I should show you, but um, yeah, it, it there's a novelty to it where you want to make him feel special and whatever. But I think by the time the kid's like fifteen or like ten, you're gonna be like, oh fuck, gotta go get her something. The kid's still not earning enough money. Kid probably still doesn't no, understand.
2: Nah, it. No, no, no. By that time. Like, even at primary school, they they do stuff at school, so they'll make cards and they'll make little pictures and stuff.
3: Can I ask you, how much do you care? And, like, when when Moss brings home something that's terrible and a piece of shit and you you have to go, oh, that's great, mate, do you get upset that you have to sort of keep that in your house for a bit or do you just put it into, like, a box somewhere and be like, Yeah, I put
2: it in a special box that's got a plastic bag liner on it called the bin. (laughs) Right. Well, just this week, um, the kids made – Crafty shit at childcare Moss made some little Key ring Key tag thing For Rachel Looked like a dog But it was supposed to be her So you know (laughs) Play on Yeah Um, Looked like What was I going to say Like a basset hound Or something Anyway Like a long-eared dog Yeah yeah Um, And then he made Some other crafty thing That was obviously Someone else's handiwork But you know They say it's from him Yeah yeah That's all cute And then One of them I can't remember Whether it was Moss or Ren Because they were both doing it made like this thing covered in glitter. Now, glitter, whoever invented that fucking, shit- oh, horrendous. go and fucking die
1: mm-hmm.
2: now. Yep. Put yourself in the bin, don't come out, wait until the garbage comes, and then it crushes you in the thing, and you're really sore and painful. And then they're glitter. And then you die.
3: They're blood glitter. Yeah.
2: Glitter is fucked. Mm. It's not welcome in my house. Not now. Not today. Not tomorrow.
3: Never. Mm. I don't like it. Alison got gifted a night cream. It was called- Gold something. Sparkly, the marketing on sparkly this sparkly shiny cream. The marketing on this fucking tube of fucking bullshit was uh, it was actually amazing. It Like the tube looked good. Like I just wanted to hold the tube. It would do nothing for me. I just wanted to have a look at it and you just wanted it, it in your life. Yeah, I just like I was like, this is great marketing. Even I want this, and I don't know what it does. But she's rubbing it on her face or her arms or something like that. And I noticed for about two or three weeks, I'd glitter on my arm or on my shirt or like somewhere here on my face and. It was every time she fucking put this shit on on the couch and then I took like the blanket around me or whatever and it was rubbing off onto me and I had fucking glitter problems for fucking ever. And I said, you have to get rid of that. You can't get rid of it. It's $75. Why are you buying or getting gifted (laughs) a $75 tube of something? Nothing should be $75 for a tube. (laughs) Never. If it was real gold in there, maybe, but it's not. It could could be. Well, actually, I think it – they say it's got gold dust in it. I'm not joking. <laughs> so I don't
2: know. I it's too much for me. Anyway, so one of them made something. It was basically like shit a heap of glue onto a little cardboard thing and just spray glitter all over it. Yeah, And it's like lovely. Good on you. That's very crafty of you. However, don't bring it home. Put it on display in the childcare because yeah. I don't fucking want that shit in my house. So, so they do that at school level, and at like at kindy and school level. But what I have found, and I don't know whether it's just stupid of me, but the gifts that I'm getting, Rachel, are quite lavish. So I had originally – this is what the intention was. This is what ended up happening. I booked Rachel in with her friend who's a hairdresser to have her hair done on the Saturday morning. Then her friend got COVID, so that didn't work out. But that would have been, you know – 180 bucks low drive, all that stuff, mm. probably more, two, three, whatever. That's a lot to spend. Lovely thought though. And then the actual present, and now don't forget, I've got my wedding anniversary. Hang on, so this is part well. of a two part gift? Well, kind of, yes. So the actual thing that she opened in her card on Mother's Day, I've booked us a holiday to go to Sydney. Mm. That's her gift. Here's a here's the tickets. That's not cheap. Now you're flying. And this is actually, we'll get to this. Fucking, you know what? what? Flying with kids. There's got to be some sort of compensation for flying with kids. What, for you... the other people on the plane? <laughs> it's a good call. Do you know it's a full fare for a kid as soon as they're over two years old? Mm. That is bullshit. Well, it's not like they can do
3: anything about the
2: changing bullshit. the seat. bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. To under two, free. Kid flies free. Over two, oh, sorry, full fare. Go and get stuff.
3: So what, you're thinking like 60%? Do something. Mm. Just do something for the kid. Maybe the airliners are trying to keep kids off the plane. Probably. Yeah.
2: You think about all the derelict, you know, young families out there that they're living on Centrelink or whatever. What are they going to do? Mm. Can't go to the zoo. Can't go on an airplane. But the, yeah, Catch I the train know. on Sundays and the kids ride free.
3: So how... You're going to have to book three seats and have your other kid on your lap.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. Which is going to be a nightmare because Ren is a nightmare. Yeah. But we'll make it work. It's can you, fine. Can, it's can you give him like a flight. roofie or something? Ooh, hadn't thought about that.
3: No, like that. is there actual like child roofie for plain medicine?
2: I'll have to get on the black web tomorrow. <laughs> is it the black web? The dark, dark web. web. Shit, fuck. <laughs> I'll have to get on the dark web and have a look. But – As far as I'm aware, not sure. Mm. But anyway, so there's that. And then, like I said, we've got our wedding anniversary coming up. So I'm kind of saying, like, it's all part of the part. Do you think that's fair? Like, that's a big gift, all part of the, you know, Mother's Day. Hang on, Han. You
3: just made me wake up to something. So if I get married and have a kid, then there's two more days I've got to worry about in my life.
2: Yes. Oh, that sounds too hard. Well, more, because then it's the kid's birthday as well. Oh, so three. Moss's birthday on Sunday, you, you obviously know that because mm. your birthday's not far away. Yeah, he's stolen my
3: birthday every Sorry year. Sorry about that. Very angry. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, lots more. Yeah, see, I've I'm already, I have already had enough with Christmas, Easter's, Mother's Day, Father's Day, other people's birthdays. There's too many days already. Yeah,
2: I feel the same way. And that I think the hardest part about it is, from a parent's point of view, Kid doesn't really give a fuck, mm. especially when they're like one, two years old. You're booking these parties where all these people come that they don't fucking know them anyway. Yeah. One-year-old birthday, they can't even move properly. Like they're mm-hmm. crawling around the room. You book this little kinder gym thing or the, all these activities. They don't do any of them. Yeah. You get a pinata. They can't hit the fucking pinata. Yep, I get what you're saying. And you're just basically entertaining a whole bunch of people that doesn't really matter. Yeah, Yeah. Why do I have a party for these people to care about?
3: Yeah. It's, it's a party for other people and for you, not the kid. That's what it is. Yeah, but it's stressful. Yeah, I know. I'm
2: not, I'm, I'm totally with you. I'm it's not, not for me. Yeah. The party's not for me, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. Mm. But then here's the complexity. We organised just something small. We'll just go to a park. We'll put on a couple of platters, get some cheese and dips or whatever. Have Brown gherkin. Oh, yeah. Have some people on Sunday, which is Moss's birthday, and then, you know – You'd normally think that early May is going to be, it might be a little bit hit and miss, but generally it's okay, especially in Adelaide. Think about our wedding, beautiful day, sunny Mm. day, lovely. Bit cold in the afternoon, whatever. This Sunday is going to be pissing itself with rain. So now our plan of going outside, doing something low key, it's all gone to shit. Mm.
3: This is what we said two podcasts ago January 5th, I want to move my birthday, but I'm not allowed to. It's unfair. I want to go to better weather where
2: people have time on you know what you could just say that you identify as your birthday being the 5th of June I know just do it oh. I'll support you oh, thank you You're I think I, th- I honestly think I will
3: I'm just going to cancel it say I need a, I need to do a big statement to everyone like a Facebook thing I never want presents don't send me happy birthday on my birthday let's just move my birthday to a different day and we celebrate no happy birthday song either they the, they're the
2: rules that Nah, I'll sing. I'm going to sing still. Oh, you I'll sh- come to your birthday on the 5th of January, but mm-hmm. I'm going to sing. No, you won't. You hate the song too. Happy birthday to nah. you. Fuck. Oh, it makes me shiver. Oh, Anyway, speaking about this stuff for a lot. Um, things that happen during the week. Bad haircut. Oh, yeah. Saturday. Is this your you haircut? Yeah. Okay. So Saturday, you know, we've spoken about this. You go through all this rigmarole trying to find a good barber. Mm-hmm. I've been going to the same barber shop for a while and I've been through a few barbers. So there's my lady who tells me all about her sex life. Yep. She left. There's the other lady. She moved to Tasmania. There's a guy there who I get sometimes and I just don't like the small talk and I don't like his haircuts. Then there was another lady who fucking did a weird thing. She's still there but I don't I don't want to get her. Then there was this guy who I got my hair cut by last time did an amazing job and I was like set this is my guy and then go there on the weekend and I'm like good he's working great yes then I noticed we were there was only one person in front of us all the chairs were full and I noticed the guy I didn't want to get was finishing first I was like fuck this is gonna be perfect Hmm. he finished the guy went over to him My guy finished and I was there with Moss. We went together to get our haircuts. And I was like, oh, I could let Moss go first, but then there's potential that someone else is going to call me and it just gets awkward. I was like, I'm going. Cool. So I'm sitting down, guy starts cutting my hair. It's all going fine to start off with. Flick it on the sides, looking good. And then Moss gets called to the other lady's chair and he's never been and sat on his own before. So I'm thinking... I don't know if he's going to go to her. I don't know how he's going to be. Is he going to be freaking out or like, do he, does he need me there? Anyway, the lady's like, what's his name? I said, oh, it's Moss. She goes, g'day, Moss. Do you want to come and have a sit and we'll cut your hair? And he goes, oh, it's my turn. And he went over Excited. and he sat. And I was like, that's great. But then I'm concentrating sort of half on him, trying to make sure that she knows what to do because mm. she wasn't even going to ask me. She was just like started getting stuff ready. I was like, well – do you want to just check like what you're yeah, supposed yeah. to be doing first? Anyway, so that was all fine. But then got talking to this guy and he's a bit of a car fanatic and he likes to talk about oh, cars and this mm. and that. And you
3: don't care about cars, do I you? don't
2: care, mate. But then he was getting right into it and I was trying to – like he's actually a nice guy. He's expecting a child, so we're talking and he, I think he just enjoyed the conversation so he kept cutting and cutting and cutting. Oh. Because I was concentrating on moss, not just myself but Moss – he got to the end of it, and I looked up, and I was like, oh, my
3: God. He went beyond the limits. Is this why you're wearing a hat tonight, by the yes. way? Yes. Oh, can you show me? Take everything off. No. Nah. Uh, um, uh, leave the clothes on. Take the hat off. Show you, me. You
2: can leave your hat on. Let me see. One sec. It's so short. Oh, it's, it's short, nah, but. mate. It's so fucking short. Like, there's nothing there. <laughs> what am I supposed to work with? I may as well have just got it all shaved off.
3: Hey. Look, I don't know why you're so upset. By twenty twenty five you have a good haircut exactly, again. Exactly. Holy right. fuck. That is short. It's so short. It doesn't look that bad because it's pretty dark in here. It does. But you know what? I've got a th- I've got a new invention. You know my inventions have always been flawless. So <laughs> straight yourself in. I think that you know, I know there's some car ride services where you can say, like Uber, I don't want to have conversation. That's what you type into the app. Yeah. So the driver knows. Maybe at a hairdresser. Before you sit down, there's a card that you can flip like a clean my room or don't like small talk Do or not no disturb. Small, yeah. Do not disturb, don't want small talk talk.
2: I don't mind that. Mm. It establishes the boundary up front. Yeah. The business is offering it as a value add to their service. Yeah. You don't So want there's, to be no, annoyed. there's nothing awkward about it. Mm. You just go flick the card yeah.
3: over. So the hairdresser's won't get insulted because they're actually the ones offering the service. Yeah. What other businesses could take this on?
2: Um, like check out,
3: Like you know when you put your groceries On the, on the conveyor belt The first thing you put down Is a thing that says Shut the fuck up
2: Yes yeah. you That's know what a mean? good one Or like Sometimes when you go to the bar And you just want to sit And have a quiet drink at the bar Yeah The bartender comes up Yeah and starts rubbing the glass Squeaking the glass in your face And telling you about the Long, long day mate
3: no, no No it's
2: not I just got up And it's 6.30 I, I want, just a drink. want to drink Three shots of vodka And fucking shut <laughs> Get you to shut up
3: Yeah these are good I want to know One more One more
2: Um Oh, what could it be? Have you got any more ideas?
3: Oh, I can't think. I, I Like, I want more. I'm sure there's people yelling at us right now. Um. Oh, maybe, you know what? Go back to the aeroplane. People sit next to you, they're strangers. Just do not talk. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want small chat.
2: Do you know at supermarkets as um or just general face-to-face service shops, how they've got the perspex? Yep, yep. And it's impossible to fucking hear what anyone's saying through it? Yep. They should put that in between aeroplane seats. That's so good. instead oh, but of how do you get
3: up out of your seat?
2: Well, you, what I'm saying is, so you get in your seat and you think, don't want to talk to that guy, he's weird, and this woman's just picking her nose. And instead of having to flick a card saying, don't talk to me, mm-hmm. you can pull out of the side of the chairs, these two little Perspex things, then you're in your own little dome. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. So, right, so do it doesn't touch the
3: elbow or the armrest. Nah, you just like just, just head into the
2: seat, like you know, the armrest that's in the armrest. Yeah, you just whoosh, flick that out. And yeah, it's so like it's, perspex screen. So like
3: perspex that come out of you the can't headrest. Hear
2: you talking to your whoever it is on yeah. video messaging or whatever. Not bad. I think it's good.
3: Hey, you know what else you could do? It's pretty much heaps easier than that. It's just wear a motorbike helmet on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it done before. That's
2: okay.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yeah, it's fine. You, you can come I, on I on can't the plane. wear a
2: motorbike helmet into your, your shop. Yeah,
3: yeah, but this is the thing. You don't wear it the whole time. You, once you've sat down and the plane's taken off, or about to, you put the helmet on. People ask what's going on, you just go, I'm just extra safety right now, <laughs> just in case we crash. But I can't hear
2: you, so you can't talk I, to me. I extremely don't want to talk to you. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's great. Um, so, bad haircut. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very disappointing, but it is what it is. The next thing that happened over the weekend, I went to do some shopping on Saturday afternoon at the Coles, up at Blackwood. Now, this Coles, I don't know if you've been there recently, but it is a very inclusive Coles. Now, there's is this is the like, one next to the park. Yes, yeah, yeah I know the one. Yeah, so they're always wearing their like um, gay pride badges and yep. stuff like that. There are um, trans people who work on the checkouts there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's this one guy who I've been served by once. I was like, this guy's a bit strange, but he's, like, severely autistic. But he's very highly communicative, and I, he can obviously follow a process. Yeah. So, he knows that he needs to say hello to you really politely and ask how your day is. So, the first thing he does, hello there, and how was your day today? Like yeah, Like, right. very polite, mm. scanning your stuff. Oh, by the way, have you got flybys? Like, he knows all of the things that he's supposed to ask. Wow. Um. Very high functioning. Is he really quick? No. Okay. So he's slower than normal? Pretty much the pace that I was just talking. No, no I and meant like at scanning. At his job? No, nah, he's just like, he's very methodical. Okay. Knows the process that he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Then he gets to the end and he goes, oh, now will you be paying by cash or card today? And, would you like any cash out with that? Like every single thing that they've told him he needs to do, he just – like he's got no scope but to follow it. Mm. You can just tell.
3: Does it, it sort of comes across computerised almost.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Now, I wasn't getting served by him, but he was behind me the other day. So ladies scanning my stuff, and I could hear a little bit of a kerfuffle going on back there. Now, there was this old biddy with her grandson, and he's going through his normal process. And you could imagine with someone with that type of um, – I don't know if you'd call it a disability, but the the challenges that he has Mm. from a social perspective, I don't think he's probably versed well enough in if someone throws a curveball.
3: Like has an attitude problem or like
2: is having a bad day. Even if they want to do something outside of his process, right? So this lady, she goes, I think you're just being difficult. And the poor guy, he's like, oh, sorry, ma'am. I'm not being difficult. I'm just having a little bit of trouble understanding what you're trying to say right now. And she's like, oh, oh that's patronizing. And oh, honestly, so she, did, she, she didn't, couldn't, could she just didn't get it. Oh, man. And I'm thinking to myself, this poor bloke, he's absolutely doing his best. Mm. And I've been served by him before. And I was talking to Rachel about it. She said, I know exactly the guy you're talking about. He's actually the guy who got me to sign up to flybys. Really? So his process yeah. works. Like, you know, ask enough people who can't say no to things and they'll just be like, yes, thanks. Um, which is Rachel. But this woman was getting so shirty with it. And he's like, no, I'm I'm really sorry. But I just – I'm not sure what you're trying to say right now. She's like, oh, you're just being difficult. And I was like, for fuck's sake. Like, I think Did it's Did you want maze- to step in? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Do you know what, actually? I finished paying for my goods before she was finished. Mm. And I went out the door and then I thought to myself, don't do this. You're going to be like a stalker. Mm. And I was going to wait for her out the door and just say, hey – do you realize that that young man in there is just trying to do his job, and he's autistic, like yeah. severely? Now, I know it's not really my place, but I like—I was literally, I'd stopped for about five seconds out the front, and I was like, "I'm waiting for this old bitch." Yeah. But I was like, you know what? She had a grandson with her. Maybe just let it go. Yeah, yeah. Because if she wants to start brawling, and I get my dukes out and I start giving her the left-right hiss-hoss, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to end well. Yeah. So, anyway, I just feel like people need to be a little bit more probably uh, observant of things like that.
3: Hey, but this is the problem. Like, I've got about three examples over the weekend. They're all like, super boring for me to tell you right now. But just people d- just don't understand how society works. Like, Yeah, and um, that people are different. Yeah,
2: It just, doesn't even have well, to be mine, autism. Mine,
3: mine aren't even people, like, necessarily engaging with other people. Mine were just people that are walking across the road but just in their own world, not looking left or right. Like they're just like, oh, I know that if it gets close enough, the person's going to slow down for me anyway. Like oh, that sort of, you know, that sort of attitude. People that um, like get extremely upset over small things when someone's trying really hard. Oh, like it's almost like your situation, but yeah. I won't go into them because they're too long. But,
2: yeah, it's well, very – Well, you showed me one before. What was it? Where a friend of yours is laughing and there's people paying her out because she laughs loud.
3: yeah. Yep.
2: Like, is it really ruining your day that yeah. I'm enjoying myself? Mm. Like, come on. Yeah. Get a grip.
3: Don't know. People like, I don't know. I don't know. Just like, don't be
2: rude. Hey, um, I'm going to sub something in. because this This one we can talk about another time. I forgot to tell you something else that happened with my week. What happened?
3: Well, this week or last week?
2: This week. Just been. Okay. So, Wednesday night, I'm going to band practice mm. and – Still wasn't feeling 100%, so I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll drink, but I know the guys will have a few drinks. So on my way down, I pull, pulled into the um, drive-through at Edwardstown, Castle Plaza, and I got out and I'm picking the drinks that I was going to get and there was this, like, crackhead walking around in the car park, could hardly stand up, loud as fuck. Glassy eyes? Mate. I could only see him from afar, but he started yelling out to me. He's like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, hey,
0: buddy. I was oh, like, yeah, get out
3: What As soon as they zone on, like, it's like a heat-seeking missile. Yep.
2: As soon as they make eye contact with you, you're gone. you literally got to kill yourself to get away from them. So I was like, yeah, hey, gone, yeah, yeah, whatever. Grabbed the drinks that I was going to get, went to the checkout, and I said to, I said to the guy, what's this guy's deal out here? And he goes, that guy tried to jack my car the other day. Oh, like, steal it. I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I got into my car him and his mates ran over to the window and started oh. knocking on the window. So I, I wound my window down, not knowing what they wanted. And then they were threatening to steal my car. And I was like, oh, are you serious? And so in my head, I'm thinking they're going to do the same thing to me. Mm. Before I'd even finished paying, there was this little convertible that pulled up and not the bald guy who was the cracker that I first saw, but one of his mates ran over to the car, stopped the car, knocking on the window, window rolls down and his body is like half inside the car. And I'm oh like, oh, my, my God. God. And then the bald guy goes over and I'm like, oh, what? This is all kicking off, right? And I couldn't hear anything that was going on but then I think the situation the car was in was old guy and his missus pulled in and he goes, I'll get out here, you park the car, come into the hotel that was there, the pokies mm. probably, whatever. So he's let his missus go and park the car, and they've tried. They're trying to jack her, but he's seen it. So he's come over the oh, guy the, with the amazing. missus. Amazing, but he's old. He's like sixty. So he's confronted them, like, "Oh, you know, what are you doing?" And then they start ganging up on him, like, "We'll fucking get you!" Like it was starting to kick off. Wow! And my good Samaritan, it went my little in the oh, back of my head. And- you did something about it? Yep. So I put my drinks down in my car, left it in the drive-thru, and I ran over there, and I just started yelling, like, you fucking crackheads, fucking leave them alone. Rah rah. I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought maybe I was <laughs> going to die. Did you finish that sentence and go, uh-oh, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, when I got over there, they are all still yelling, but then there was a point, and I, I don't know what did it, and I guess it's probably just crack cocaine. But then it all just stopped and they started laughing. Like, oh, we're just, you know, we're just having a bit of fun. Blah, blah. And I was just like, it's not fun. Like, no yeah. one's having fun here. The old guy was like 60% of the way to a heart attack. Yeah. His young Asian bride was not having a good time at all. No. Like rattled, rattled as fuck. Yeah. And then I was just like, that's not funny at all. So that was where it ended. But it could have been a lot worse. And on reflection- Probably shouldn't have gone in to no, do anything. Because what if he pulled a knife on you? But this is the other thing, right? So I I thought in my head, there's no one else out here to help these people and I mm. thought it was going to get bad. I walked out there and there's like workers from the shopping centre putting boxes in the bin right next to them and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, what are these people doing?
3: I know what they did. Yep, they did the damn Wilson. That's the...
2: Too hard. No,
3: no the, the thing, I just go... My brain just fogs over and I go into like a watch phase. Like I don't get my phone out and record it. I don't say anything. I just go, "Huh, this is different." Like that's what my brain does. <laughs> really weird. Like it's when This pe- is different? Yeah. I just I, I freeze. It's weird. Keen like to observe like what happens. My next. brain can't realize fast enough that this isn't a fake reality, like this is really happening.
2: It's Pretty very big. very crazy. Mm. Hey, I got frustrated the other day. Yes. Ordered some takeaway. Online, now this is very like quite a good app website thing that you're ordering from from this restaurant. Hang on, are we doing Uber Eats here or we? Not? No, it's like directly from the place and I'm going to pick it up.
3: Okay. okay.
2: So on their website, select what you want, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's done it before. No, it's not breaking new ground here. But then order and pay. So I've paid for the food and it says it'll be ready in 15. So off I trot. Drive down to go and pick this stuff up get there, and the guy's like, oh, order for Rick. Yep, no worries. Goes around the back. Then he comes out about two minutes later and he's like, oh, yeah, this uh, chicken thing that you ordered, we haven't got any. What was it? Just like tandoori chicken wings or something like that. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, but I can make you this other thing that's similar if you want. And I was like, well, yeah, sure. But, like, in the modern day and age, this is where I think we've come a long way very quickly, but, like – you should be able to put something on your website to stop people from ordering something. Yeah, if like you if you're running low stock. or something. And this yeah. was like six o'clock, man. This isn't like I ordered at the end of the night and they've sold out already. Yeah, like yeah. I reckon they started the day's trade with no stock of this. Mm. That frustrates me.
3: Yeah, it's I don't I don't know how to fix that problem. Like it's obviously it's not like you're buying like headphones or like, you know, cables or something off a website where they do stock inventory and they can say sold out as soon as the last one leaves the but warehouse. there should be. But how do you do it
2: with chicken? Do you, you
3: do it by kilo?
2: You preload that you've got six serves worth of this shit or whatever it is, and then once the sixth person orders it, you go sold out. Yeah, that makes There's, sense. There should Probably. be smarts built into the system. Yeah, yeah.
3: I don't know. I feel like maybe unless we owned like a chicken shop, we'd, we would understand the com- complex issues around that. Like, I, dis- I disagree. Like dates. You'd have it
2: all sectioned out. Well, it's not like you order once a fortnight to st- like to sell stuff to people.
3: Maybe you do. No way. What if your order comes and they it's off? They would get
2: it daily. They would have to. Nah. nah Every they two days.
3: To- Fresh produce. Hey, on. So you've gone from daily to two days. I reckon I can get you out to five days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it'd be like you if you had at your petrol station an app where I order in advance, pay for my fuel online mm-hmm. so I can just go to the pump and go, and then I get to the pump and I've already paid for it and it says, sorry, no fuel today. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Just stupid though. Yeah you get your fuel every day? No, you don't. You get it once a month, once two weeks. Me? Once every two days. No, every second day. See, there hmm. you go. i get you out of five if I tried.
3: Yeah, actually it is five when it's quiet. There you go. Yeah. Did it. Oh. What about main meals? Oh, okay. All right. I have a theory here. Well, it's not a theory. It's just a thing. I was talking to people about things that are main meals that shouldn't ever be a main meal. All right. So like there's things that you can order as an entree, which are perfect for an entree. So let's think like a bruschetta. You wouldn't get a main of bruschetta, which is like five bruschettas, you know. It doesn't make any sense. It's a bit overkill. But I think there's one that is a main that's also an entree that shouldn't be a main. And it's salt and pepper squid. Ah. I reckon once you've had about five or six mouthfuls of salt, it's enough. Like, I don't want any more. It's the same taste. You have it with your sauce or whatever it is, your tartare or your fucking whatever it is. It's, Aioli. Just, it, yeah, it's just too much, too much. You can't have a main of salt and pepper squid, all right? Now, I've asked a lot of people, they agree. It's entree only, but then it got me thinking, there's got to be more things that can't be put into mains and mains that shouldn't be mains
2: and only entrees. So get thinking. Okay. One thing for me, it pains me to say it, but I'm thinking of, so when you're talking salt and pepper squid, right, Hmm. to get a main of it, it's going to be a generous serve. Yes, exactly. Too much. So my thinking is I love like raw fish sashimi mm-hmm. if it's you know tuna salmon kingfish but if you gave me a whole plate just of raw fish yeah like a big plate yeah I reckon I'd get halfway through it and be like can you cook some of this for me yeah. now please
3: it's too, too much of the same taste just get too
2: much yeah. but that does bring me to another thought always when i'm at sushi i always just wish i had a little bit more
3: yeah like than what they bring point. out yeah yeah that's they fuck you with that they go here's enough to make you go i just want one more and then you order one
2: more portion and it's too much yeah so they get you actually sushi is a real motherfucker if you think about it mm. you know when you go to a sushi train and it's like the little plates yeah and you go around and around and around and you just keep grabbing plates and plates and you think to yourself Sushi's a cheap meal.
3: It's not. It's not. It's it's like $40. Yeah. Yeah. By the time well, you're done. I reckon, yeah, if you're lucky. And the problem is you grab one that you thought was something else or it was the one you wanted, but it's just like not as good as you remember. Or It's like $4.50 for
2: fuck off. No. Yeah. And it's like the main ingredient is is rice. Yeah. Which is like they'll, they'd be buying those bags of rice for like yeah. 20 kilos for – Ten bucks, mate.
3: These would be five hundred kilo bags of rice for (laughs) sixty cents. Like they'd be getting such a good deal, and then just putting literally one one hundredth of a chicken or bit of fish in there, and just going make that sixteen dollars.
2: (laughs) Yeah, get a little bit of shit out of the sea, bit of seaweed, wrap it around there. Yep, no. I had
3: a a really oh, I can't think of words. What is it when you um do something that's nifty, Um, ploy. Uh what's the word? I'll keep thinking here. Anyway, he'd go to Sushi Train and he had this idea and he used to do it all the time. It's a bit naughty. He used to bring blue tack in his pocket and once he was done with the plates he'd blue tack them underneath his table. <laughs> so when they came round to count the plates that he'd eaten, there'd be like fucking half of them missing and then he'd pay for <laughs> half his meal. How good's that? <laughs> so they'd be cleaning up, mopping the floors at night, and then all of a sudden they just hear these plates dropping. <laughs> uh, Who was that? Oh, I can't remember. It was like, I i think it was about six years ago or five years ago. It was probably when I first met.
2: It could have been Mark. Maybe it was Mark. <laughs> Imagine if it is. <laughs> oh. That's so bad. I know, but it's so, <laughs> it's, so in, it's so genius, isn't it? I think the other thing that you um, will get you at a sushi train is you know when you've got it in your mind, this is the this is the dish that I want and I'll mm. wait for it to come around. And then you're waiting and you're waiting and you're like, fuck, it's not coming. Mm. I'll just have one of those. Yes, and then it comes. And then you're like, oh, fuck. all right. So I've just had this $4 plate of two pieces of fish mm. that I didn't really want and weren't that good, but now I have to get this other one as well. Yeah,
3: and then – Like by the time you finish the ones that weren't that good, the whole rice thing catches up on you and you're like, I'm full now. Yeah. I've just fucked myself and the one that I've ordered is like $6. So I'm now eating my favourite thing on a full stomach and very upset about it. Yep. That's Sushi Train in a nutshell.
2: I went to – when I was working at Good Life at Mitcham, I reckon I spent my whole wage at the sushi place over in the Mitcham Shopping Centre. Really good. One of my favourites there was the the soft shell crab. It's like an inside-out roll, and it used to have all the orange little fish eggs on the outside. It was fucking sensational. And the other day, I was thinking to myself, there's not many things that I would wish for right now other than this soft-shell crab roll, and I was in the vicinity. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going back there. Now, this one, I remember the prices at this place, and this is the other thing that pisses me off about sushi, the inflation of sushi. When we used to get food there, it used to range from $2.10 for like a salmon and avocado roll. Mm Mm-hmm. To this one was the most expensive at three dollars fifty. How much is it now? I'm going to go with six fifty. It's six dollars. Yeah, that's that's fat. like mate. How and how long ago? And you know, this is the thing that they get you with. You know those timber boxes that they put all the stand up rolls in. I reckon they've made the timber boxes shallower and the rice things shallower. So you yeah. still still the optics of it look like it's the same size, but then you actually get it in the container. And it's like and it's like seventy five percent of what the rest it was? of it. Yeah. Sushi's a sham.
3: Yes, it is. Too bad it's delicious. Oh, can I tell you um, two things, right? Yes. Did you. Best thing ever. The guy in China that gets sent to the morgue and he's still alive. Yes. All right, so let me read this out. So, five people are under investigation in Shanghai after an elderly resident at an aged care was mistakenly declared dead, placed in a body bag, and loaded car bound to the morgue. That is fucking
2: blows my mind you know for lots of people this is like numero uno number one fear fear
3: yeah why be an organ donor you could get cut open and not be dead do you know what i mean mate that guy must be a
2: real fucking deep sleeper
3: (laughs) i know that guy (laughs) must have been so fucking tired did he come off like a 32 hour shift or what how old was he how am i going to read this to a uh, video of the incident was circulated online, sparking widespread anger on the Chinese social media. What is that? They don't have Facebook or nah, it's like Chinese state
2: social okay. media or some shit. The footage
3: shows workers in protective clothing pulling a yellow body bag onto a trolley and unzipping it to find the person was still alive. Alive. Did you see that? One worker said. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities in Shanghai district of Putu? Putuo, P-U-T-U-O,
2: Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay.
3: Confirmed that the incident. Um, confirmed the incident in a statement on Monday, saying that the investigation had been launched. I don't. I don't know if that's okay. How can five people fuck that up? Do you
2: reckon? He playing devil's advocate. He's at the nursing home, and they're like, "This guy is fucking annoying." Oh, you reckon they try to get they're rid like, of him? Like this guy's so annoying. What could we possibly do? So someone goes out and gets the horse tranks. <laughs> Puts the guy to sleep. Here's your medication, sir. Two Panadol and blood thinners. There you go. But then it drifts off to sleep. Pfft, and, the, tranks. Yeah,
3: and then they think they oh, killed him. Oh, this
2: guy's been dead for two days. Oh, better take him to the morgue. And really he's just been in the deepest sleep, yeah. like zonked. Or. And then it w- wears off when he's on the bloody cold white. You reckon he went mattress. coma? Who knows? A really faint pulse
3: coma and then woke up and just went. Huh? That oh, imagine shitting yourself, thinking that you were in like a coffin already. Oh, oh, buried alive. Yeah, that makes me that makes my asshole quiver. I hate that shit. Um, I give. Um, while we're on the news stories, I printed that other one off. I need you to read that out because I haven't read the actual story.
2: Okay, this is hectic. This isn't like a feel good news story. So, title is I'm in shock. Dog owners anguish after elderly woman mauled to death. So we, this year, had the shark attack in Sydney on the beach. Yep. Okay? Fucking scary. And really, really bad. And we've often joked about crazy dogs, right? Like vicious dog breeds. Vicious dog breeds. So the dog owner who's, and if Mark was here and I'd said this word, he'd be like, oh, of course it was, (laughs) who's bull mastiff. Oh, yeah. Crossed. Um, mauled an elderly woman to death on a beach in New South Wales, South Coast. The owner described his anguish and disbelief over the attack. The lady was 91 years old and going for her normal early morning walk and swim at Collingwood Beach just after seven o'clock when the dogs set upon her. Now, dogs too, not just one. Um, four other people were injured. And it's understood that the three dogs escaped from their Vincentia backyard, breaking through a fence. Wow, that blows my mind. Because you'd think this lady's just walking the beach, and just went for a swim, just going for a stroll, like not making Bang. even eye contact with a dog. Probably. No, this is like a vicious. Like we're hungry, and that looks like some nice aged. And meat old people over have there. such thin skin. Oh, I can just imagine That'd how be r- fucking horrible. So. The owner, Adam Newbold, said that the pets were his best mates and they used to play with his young daughters in the backyard and they were gentle with the family's pet cat and lizard. He's had them for seven years and he can't believe they changed. Now, the other thing is they actually – his partner went out to stop them and they attacked her as well. Yeah. See, well, this is
3: what Mark's always said. It doesn't matter. They can just snap.
2: So she, the partner, is among four people, well, probably three because the other one's dead, who are being treated for lacerations and bites at the Shoalhaven District Hospital. Fuck, man. Horrendous. I've always thought that, like, if a dog's attacking me,
3: it'd be fairly easy just to kick it in the head. But the thing is, once they get around your foot and they go for your thigh, it's like they're not letting go, you
2: know? Yeah. When it's three dogs... I think yeah. one, you can stay, like, when it, with it facing you when it's three. Yeah. Actually, we talked about that movie Gold. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. And I was watching that guy, surely this like he could be doing more here. Mm. But then obviously the dogs get him yeah. and it's, like, fucking disgusting and yeah. hectic. But I think when there's more than one and they've got you surrounded and they're all attacking viciously, like, you can't fend enough, mm. I don't reckon. They'll get you eventually. I think you just got to go for one dog and try and kill it and then turn on another dog.
3: Like so, instead of instead of like right, bouncing what around What would
2: you what would you do there? Grab its feet and then like hind legs and then try and swing it and like smash it on the I its would head. bite its neck out. With your mouth. Yeah. I I'd don't t- think you could penetrate its skin.
3: It's fur, probably not, but I'd try. That's anyone i have told do this. Anyone tries to attack me, I'm going to bite their neck out. <laughs> That's what I do. That's the I can't fight, so I'm just going to use my mouth, the strongest part of my body, biting neck out.
2: Go on. All right, maybe we should do some facts. Yeah,
0: okay. Fire away. Okay,
3: well, Mark's not going first, so I guess I will. Sure. All right. Um, how's this, right? Electric eels are in fact not eels and give a shock strong enough to knock out a horse.
2: Really? Yeah. I didn't think there was actually any electricity involved. Get this. This is...
3: Fucking great. This, this is a great fact. In the Tennessee Aquarium, an electric eels tank has been hooked up to a computer program to send out a tweet whenever the eel produces enough electricity. <laughs> How fucking cool is that? That is sick. And I, I want to go follow this account. That's so cool.
2: Just, what does the tweet say? It just says zap. It must be
3: like zap. <laughs> zap. But that's cool. The eels are at it again. I've, seen, I've actually seen a crocodile trying to eat an eel and then the eel electrocute the crocodile and the, it die. Wow, mm. it's uh, they're really fucked up. Like powerful things. I don't uh, know
2: why I thought this was different, but I really thought that like the it was a myth. Electricity was just like it felt like a zap because they like vibrated yeah. or something like when they. Tried nah, to apparent, it. like
3: so I've seen some um, fishing documentaries where people go into swamps and rivers and stuff. Like, yeah, don't touch it or cut your line because they're fucked. Yeah. Oh wow.
2: Yeah, I don't like it. Anyway. Um, it's probably not as interesting as yours, but. How fast do you think a human sneeze travels?
3: How far? Fast. Fast. Oh, shit. We should know this after COVID. Um, something ridiculous like oh, 2,000 kilometres an hour?
2: <laughs> what, faster than the speed of light? It's faster than the sound know. barrier?
3: <laughs> I don't know. It comes from a black hole. so
2: Who knows? Sonic boom every time you sneeze, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's say um, 100 k's an hour. 100 miles an hour, 160 oh, no. kilometers an hour. Wow. And every time you sneeze, 100,000 germ particles enter the air. Wow. Okay. That's a lot, isn't that it? That is heaps. So, like, literally cut when you sneeze into your shirt, that's a very good deed. Absolutely. Mm. And you know what I did um, yesterday? don't know why I'm laughing. It's a bit gross. I was making someone dinner, I think. I was making something at home and I just accidentally sneeze, and I had food in my, both of my hands <laughs> and I know this hand felt like my left hand like it didn't get touched but knowing that there's a hundred thousand particles going everywhere probably did but mm. I could feel in my right hand that the food and the hand got covered in snot like yeah. well not snot but sne- sneezed, spitty snit. whatever so I put it in the bin but I was thinking to myself at the time I was like oh, I could get away with just cooking this
3: imagine how many chefs do Oh, you know, cough, everywhere. they sneeze, like go to the toilet, don't wash their hands. I've talked about that before. It's a oh, scary thing. It's rife. Isn't I it? think, you know what? And this is another invention I've got. It's called the kitchen cam. I think every restaurant should have a fucking kitchen camera <laughs> so that people, if they really want to see their shit get cooked and know that someone hasn't spat in the food
2: or whatever, they've got the option to watch kitchen cam. And it should be infrared. Oh, no. You not- know those infrared cameras when they yeah. people sneeze and it's like phew, this big like red dust? There should be one in the freezer,
3: one in the fridge, one in the kitchen, right? And maybe, actually, you know what? I'll take that back. Not a kitchen cam in the restaurant. That ruins the whole vibe. Maybe it's an app. So every restaurant has a an app you can download and just watch their kitchen cam. You can do reviews on there. You can write suggestions. Kitchen cam. So good.
0: See you later, guys. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. That is very confusing.
1: I don't know if you're going to come or not. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day.